0: Listen, you have the vagina, okay? I'm going to let everybody know. The vagina is the most um, valuable thing this fucking earth has. The earth is a big vagina. It gives birth. You can live on it and in it. It's warm. It's cold. It'll fucking kill you. This is a vagina. You know what a penis is? A penis is like the animals on the fucking earth. Like we just fuck things and we multiply. This is what dicks do, okay? This is sexual education for those over 30.
1: Welcome to Horopod. Today, I am with the beautiful, the lovely, the stoic, the stellar, Ooh. Sir Hadley, also known as Big <laughs> Daddy Deals. Hello, oh, Hadley. children. Hadley, tell the world... Tell the world the first time we met. How did um, we meet?
0: Well, first of all, uh, finally, after a whole summertime of uh, our technology not working and Mercury being in Gatorade, uh, we're finally here. But So thanks for having me on the horror Podcast. You know, I'm a whore as well. Um, well, the first time we met, I was at a hip hop show. I believe this year was like, this is a long time. It was like 2015, 14, 13.
1: This is not when we met. But the first ahead. time
0: we met? The first time <laughs> we met?
1: It was not a, Gypsy a house, but that wasn't a hip hop show.
0: Yeah, I was at I was at a, a hip hop show downstairs. Okay,
1: I'm sorry, I'm like mansplaining you right now. I'm gonna like no,
0: know. no, it's okay. You're horseplaining, man. I, you know, I, I love when I love when a woman can horseplain <laughs> to me. I hate when dudes do it. Um, man, horseplain is not good. But so the Gypsy House, which is uh if you know, we we met in Denver. Everybody, by the way. We're, we're both not in Denver we're in different places, but there was a hip hop show at the gypsy house downstairs. It was hot in the basement. You've been to the basement, right? I came upstairs because we were just before and it was hot as hell. So I went upstairs all the way outside and you happened to walk by me. And I don't remember exactly what you said, but you kind of like stopped and just talked to me. And all my friends were like, who the hell is this crazy lady talking to, <laughs> talking to Dills, But I was all for it. And I think you said, so do you remember what you said? You were like something spiritual, something that like touched my soul because Like I was saying uh, before we started, you're a catalyst. So that was like the first, you know, pivot turning point. Do you remember what you said to me?
1: I just remember uh, me and a girl who was my roommate at the time. We went like clubbing and we were just walking around Cap Hill in Denver and then we were walking up the street and you were crossing the street outside a gypsy house yep. and i just got this feeling in my body about you mind you i was under some substances
0: that's fine that's fine
1: but i got like a feeling about you in my body so I did this uh, very inappropriate, non-consensual spiritual reading of you, where I just—that's <laughs> what it was. Where I like, ran up and I grabbed you, and I was—that's like, right. And I was like, I'm gonna read your energy. Literally. that's what you
0: said to me that's right that's right and that was Literally. young bills too I, I had like the tiny dreads i didn't have like my hair as always is now
1: i think it was like over 10 years ago right
0: i really think so like you left me with you so i, I was in your body you were in mine when you left and i was like damn that girl is I was like she's cool as fuck i think we exchanged numbers or something real. well real you told me, me to
1: come downstairs with you to the
0: hip-hop show
1: <laughs> yeah but there was no hip-hop show because it was super late so I came downstairs with you, and people were like smoking hookah. And I remember this because I took a picture of you. I had just my picture.
0: Of you you <laughs> have the evidence of this. This is hilarious. Yeah,
1: it's on my Instagram. Okay,
0: cool. I just that's and hilarious. I
1: posted it. How weird is that? I just took that's a not, picture of you and posted it.
0: That's not weird at all. That's awesome, man. You know.
1: But I like I meet people through energy, you know, not like who mm. they are. And Me I too. felt your energy down the street and. I really believe in love at first sight. Not that it has I do to too. be not that it has to be like romantic love or, or like an
0: attachment love, yeah.
1: Or like you're marrying this person. But I was like, this soul, this soul right here, I love him.
0: So I'm happy that you stopped that day because you know, our energy definitely was exchanged. And look at us ten years. I'm just gonna say 10 years in the Maybe future talking to each other
1: it might be even longer honestly i think I because you know I have, I have
0: i here's a creepy thing about my instagram with you on it i have you jumping on my trampoline remember the fun house mm-hmm. okay the, i have you jumping on the trampoline my homegirl amon and y'all are just having like a freaking blast so i
1: i loved that house that was remember.
0: awesome. <laughs> this is awesome shout out to orion and all those cats and bs and...
1: so the last time i saw you i forced you into a witch store to do a spell First candle. of all,
0: the term witch is so derogatory.
1: <laughs> Wait, why?
0: I'm just I'm just messing. I'm just messing. But yeah, it was, uh, what was that place called? Purple Haze? <laughs> no.
1: Herbs and Arts.
0: Herb, but it was by a Purple Haze, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 So your friend had just died and we yeah. went in and got a spell candle.
0: That's right. That's right. And I wish for a lot of money. <laughs>
1: yeah it's interesting do you feel like you've grieved all the death that's happened around you um
0: that's a great question great segue um I have a philosophy on death that maybe it's a little bohemian to some people um I try not to attach myself to to events right I've had a lot of homies and that was b-money when uh we went and got that spell shout out to b-money uh, my roommate, Rochelle, at the time, she was sick. She passed away. And in between then and now, I've had a lot of homies just recently, as as a few days ago, uh, passed. And I, I kind of see it as like, it's a transition, man. Like, everybody has different lives and everybody goes through different trials and tribulations and joys and all sorts of, you know, ups and downs of things. And when your time is your time, it's your time. We just kind of kind of make sure that their energy is alive by remembering them, not why they died, how they died. But well, you know just them as people so when my friends transition they're still you know I still think about them I still see them I keep them in my heart I still have little trinkets little things like that so death to me yeah it's a part it's a part of whatever whatever this whole existence is you know so I've griefed but I've let go too so
1: but you also just still really feel them in your body don't you
0: Every day, every day. I'm reminded every day. Every every day. But you know what? Also, I also give that same energy to my friends who aren't here, to my friends who are here. You feel what I'm saying? Or my friend that is here. Because I'm always like, yo, rest in peace to the people who aren't here and the motherfuckers who are too. <laughs> they need peace too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if my dad says give them flowers. So, you know, sometimes giving flowers is actually going to a gravesite. Sometimes it's just like, hey, what's up? You good? A text or a conversation or you know, a secret, or you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I don't like I I had a lot of friends die in the winter and I like didn't okay. know how to fucking grieve it. Okay. It was like coming out of my body in weird ways. And then I just stopped sleeping and yeah. like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's just a transition. We all go through that transition. We can still tap into their spirit. We can still talk to them. We can even hear from them. But when it happened to me, it was just like one after the other. And I just kind of froze a bit.
0: Well, well, see, here's the thing. Have you, have you had to deal with death a lot in your life? No. Okay. So like, for example, my first death that was close to me was my friend Danny Shue in fifth grade. He got ran over by a car. Gosh. between fifth and sixth grade but okay so remember that song what was that song baby's black balloon remember that corny song i think it's like third eye blind or something i listened to that on the radio it was i listened on repeat because you know you have to record tapes and stuff so i had that on repeat and i cried and i cried and I cried and after that i was like well you know it's cool i'm happy he was my friend so from then up until now um i've had tons like not tons it sounds terrible but i've had a lot of homies transition yeah and, he- and and a lot of it too recently is suicide. My view on suicide is hey, when you're when you you know, when you've had enough, it's your life. You can do what you want with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't look down on but you know, they were going through some troubles, and that that's the part where I'm just like, I feel um not grief over, but like that's the part I kind of can't let go. Like, damn, I wonder how this person was thinking But you know, I, I like I wish I'd have known. And that's where we get attached and we get selfish. Like, I wish I would have known. I would have done something. Like, no, you wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? And at, you got to let them, you got to respect your friends and let them do what they do. So that was the hardest part. Just a lot of my homies dying of taking their own lives and stuff. So
1: Yeah. And i just feel like it's increased. Like I feel like suicide yeah. is just like on a super,
0: I feel like, like life is getting harder. As we, <laughs> you know, as, as closer you get to the peak, the harder the, the mountain is to climb. And like I said, if you want to quit the mountain, it's your life. You, you should be able to do what you want with it.
1: Do you feel like we're getting closer to a peak? Like, as a people? Ooh,
0: spiritually, I feel like it's been here. I just think that people don't recognize it. Um, Revolutionary-wise, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> when you say, yeah, we're getting close to a spiritual peak, but not a revolutionary peak, what's the difference?
0: Well, I think the spiritual peak—again, well, I don't really know what the peak is, so I'm just speaking from a, a peakless uh, position. You're
1: just speaking through your feelings, but, um, what you feel
0: about I th- it. I feel like people suppress— the spiritual awakening. Now I'm not going to say peak awakening. I feel like, especially with you, you understand this. You, you, you beam, you beam uh, courage. I don't think spirituality has reached its peak yet, but I think there's, a, there's an awakening happening, you know? And as far as revolution, everybody wants to be divided. So I don't really count on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I count on my spiritual people. So,
1: Yeah. I think the spirituality is revolutionary, but we uh-oh, are. Uh-oh,
0: bars. oh Lacey. Okay. Hold on. Let me sit back. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: Um, but I think we are being divided and conquered right now, and it's being looked at like this person believes this, and that person believes that. But I think the algorithm is literally orchestrating us to fight with each other.
0: No, absolutely. And you know what the fact that we know that is that that makes us better off. People who understand that, it's better off. You can do it, but like if you if you're like, oh, this is my team, then you're divided in yourself. And I feel like a lot of people, who have that mentality, aren't cool with themselves. The people who scream, uh, no gays, they probably the gayest people who, you know what I'm saying? Hate black people watching interracial porn. I mean, it's just, I think that, (laughs) I think that the fact that we, if you know yourself, it, you can create the revolution. So I totally agree with you. Spirituality is the revolution. And then until people figure that out, they're not going to, there's no revolt. They're just going to keep fighting themselves and everybody else.
1: I think you're making a good point too, like, we hate what we love we fight what we secretly desire to like really fight something like like you're saying like people who are gay or homophobic or people who are racist watch interracial porn (laughs) we like there's this weird thing about being human where hate and love is just so close to each other yeah they're the same hate and desire so
0: that, well, love and hate are the same thing. It's the same amount of energy. That's why I never say I hate things. When I do, I kind of like, okay, I don't really mean it like that. Like, I don't hate anything. I don't I don't hate a racist. I don't have, like, I don't have the energy, and I don't want to give them my energy to even acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, again, aren't right with themselves, so they're not comfortable with themselves. You feel what I'm saying? It's like when I was in high school, for example. I had gay friends in high school, and this is 2003, 2004. You know, we, we had gay and lesbian friends, but they weren't as 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 comfortable as being them as it is now okay so let's let's say that so i got made fun of because yo, what are you gay you hang out with gay people i'm like dude i don't really care i'm not scared of these people you know what i'm saying they're just they're humans they're they're us this dude likes anime and you make fun of me for having anime so of course i'm gonna be friends with this dude whether he's gay or not but you know i've always had that and i was i was raised that way on a spiritual level to where you don't look at people's preferences you look at how people treat you and how they treat themselves and other people around them so um yeah. You know, so when people hate themselves, I can already see it. I'm like, okay, you obviously, the, you don't, you call me uh, uh, N-word because you obviously, there's something that you don't like in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to let it go because I love myself. I love what's going on with that. And I, and I think that's, that's the thin line between love and hate, love for yourself or hate for yourself, you know?
1: Yeah. I've definitely hated in my life. Hated. Oh,
0: I, I, I have been a <laughs> hater, but I hated. Yes.
1: Yeah. But the people I've like felt the hate for, are the ones that i loved so fucking much and i was just like why don't you fucking care about me or why did you betray me like that or okay so so are you
0: you coming from like on from a family standpoint from a relationship standpoint from i mean when i mean relationship i mean friendships when you were a kid friendships now are you coming from like have people done that to where you have to ask that question a lot
1: well I, when I was saying that just now, I was thinking of a romantic connection, and I was okay, just okay, okay. Of like you know like there's plenty how, of examples of that. How the warrior in me like came out, the fighter in me, the toxic version, being a warrior woman like hated that person, but it's because I loved them.
0: You know? That's unbridled, like that's energy. I, you know there's negative, there's positive energy, it's energy. We all if, if everybody thinks they're positive all the time and they're not toxic at all ever, those people are the most toxic, negative people ever. I, you know, you got to understand both sides of you. And when there's moments where you can hate somebody so much that it feels good because you love them, then you should be able to take that. Hating
1: girl. someone slash loving them is the best sex ever. I mean,
0: hate sex. I'm going to be real. I haven't really had hate sex. I'm not. I, hate, nah. <laughs> I mean, like,
1: Hadley, you're like a gummy bear. Like you're just like this sweet teddy bear. Sorry. I'll I'm
0: the skinniest teddy bear ever.
1: Okay, you're really you're a very tall, skinny. Teddy I would have been
0: bear. I would have been rejected at Build a Bear. I don't be know like, what the fuck is this. This guy's a teddy bear. i, uh, but I yeah, I've never, that part. I, I mean, like, okay, so no, no, keep, keep everything in. Come on, girl. I got my rum here. I got my. Weed, come on, um and we haven't talked in a while. And I'm on the horror podcast, baby. By the way, also, Lacey, you're one of the only people I can really open up to. Um, which you know, going back to our original, how we first met, you grabbed me and pulled me out of my my um uh, comfort zone to where I just sit and actually listen to somebody. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Okay, cool. But th- throughout the whole thing, as far as even like, you know, taking me to the witch store and and getting me a candle and, and you know, having it, uh, not blessed. We weren't in church, but, you know, things like that. I've always <laughs> felt a open. Blessing. A, bl- a blessing. Yeah, I always say peace and blessings to everybody. But where I'm going with that is I've always felt open. So, you know, we're just talking. We're having a good time. Um, I've never had hate sex. I'm not a big hate sex person, Because if I hate you, I can't get a boner. I don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's like kind of one of the things I'm going through with my situation right now. It's like, I only do, I gotta, with, with that, I gotta have a connection. If I hate you, I'm definitely not putting my penis in you. It's not definitely, not, definitely not going to happen. Matter of fact, I, I might even lock my penis up in a, in a safe <laughs> until you start acting right.
1: Yeah. I wonder like how many dudes are fucking females right that, now? <laughs> that they hate like putting their dick in someone they actually don't like or
0: don't respect and you know that's the weird part about me i'm um i have to have a connection again so i approach my friendships and my romantic relationships and my sexual relationships based on like what the energy is my brain isn't turned on if i don't feel your energy yeah
1: well i just think we're entering a period in the world where we can't lie anymore yeah you're
0: exposed. yeah
1: yeah like nobody can lie anymore. Everyone reads energy now. Everyone is psychic on it. everybody level.
0: thinks they can read energy. They I think, think they can,
1: can. I, I think, can. think they can. I mean, and like do you, I think they get biased and distracted, and I think the world and okay, there's a lot of
0: interference. there's a lot of interference, a lot of yeah, stuff message difference. in yeah. the receiver yeah. You know.
1: But intuitively, like people know, like you know when someone's lying.
0: Oh, dude, that's yo. That's one. Of, that's the one thing that's gotten me through in life. I mean, just reading people's energies. That's how I make so many friends. That's why when I when I used to go out, I used just talk to normal people, like just random people, just talk to them because I, I believe in reference points. Like, let's talk about something that we can agree on first. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's not a pickup line or anything because I talk to dudes. I talk to women. I talk to old people the same way. Let's let's get on a common ground. We're both standing on the earth right now. Right. If I feel somebody's energy is off, I exit myself. You know, see, I've, been, I've been in situations where let's say I was at a bar. So I'm in this tiny town in Indiana. Right. So I'm in this, little, this thing and this dude kind of is like I'm talking to this lady and this old white dude's kind of like giving me some some heat. Right. I'm feeling it and I feel his energy. I'm talking like, but, you know, I'm, I'm not being too friendly. And I was like, eh. and then she's like, hey, he might beat you up. And I was like, you know, I kind of felt that even though this old white dude was not going to my, not beat me up like that. But I felt his energy. We know what we feel. We don't have to really question it. You know, it's like yeah. I feel good with this person. I don't feel good with this person. Eh, I'm going to give this person one one more minute. You know, not a lot of people are in tune with themselves like that. And when you are, it's a lot easier to get through life and make better friends and have better experiences.
1: You were such a bright light in Denver. And it's you're not, not the like, first
0: person to say that today.
1: You're truly such a bright light in Denver. And when I met you, I was like, I am. I love this person. And we went down in the gypsy house and then my friend went and got the car because we had parked by the gypsy house. Yep. And I got in the car and I just kind of barely said bye to you. And I'm gonna I... fuck the shit out of this nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Lacey does not say the n-word, people. That's just that's my personal energy.
1: <laughs> that's the energy you got from me. No, when I was just, reading your playing. soul. I'm just um, Josh. No, I did love you, and then I got in the car, and but I like barely said bye to you, and then you came running outside, and you like ran after the car. <laughs> and I was like, I love him. Hey,
0: hey, fellas listening, that's the go-to game right there. <laughs> See you then, later, lady.
1: But then I don't think we like ever talked again.
0: You know what's wild about that, Lacey? Again, you I, I have to say this over and over again for the people listening. If you know Lacey or you listen to Lacey, man, yeah. This is one of the real I hate saying real because real is objective, subjective, but she's authentic. Lacey's authentic. So um most of my authentic people there's probably like maybe five people in my life you're one of those people um excluding my family um we don't have to that's the story like we we talked we didn't probably talk for a long time we probably ran to each other or just happened to randomly hit up but our energies found each other i
1: remember the next time i saw you you were at a rap show and (laughs) and you rapped that night so i went around the corner at this like venue and you and I literally bumped into each other. We bumped into each other, like, physically. And I'll never forget, like, you looked at me and you're like, I manifested you.
0: <laughs> yes, I literally said those words. I manifested you. Yep, I was like, but, "Yo." Yeah. But,
1: but that was before a lot of people were, like, talking about manifestation and stuff, you know? So just that you used those words, I was like, oh, <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat of a, uh, spiritual kind of flaw, but, uh, no, yeah, I really did. I was like, Holy shit. Boom. And, and that, that's crazy. Cause that's like a perfect example of manifest. Cause I was like thinking about you yeah. and then I was like, Oh shit, we just bumped into each other. And you know, what? I'm gonna put this on the, on the horror podcast for all the man whores out there, man. Check your homies, bro. Check your homies, dude. Check your homies. Do not be afraid to step up and be a gentleman, even if there's no women around. All right. Cause discipline is what you do when nobody's around. Have some discipline, man. If your man's being a creep, if your man's creeping out the whores, you need to tell him to leave and head for the door. You creep out the whores, you got to hit the door, man. I also remember the time you and your friend kidnapped me, uh, we- the, the, the rich, y'all did the the, the the things. Remember you did like rituals and shit? You don't remember that? Oh, no.
1: Who kidnapped you?
0: Well, okay. I came over. You didn't really kidnap me. <laughs> it was like a day fiasco or something but that was that was a good that was a good fucking time
1: wait tell me about the rituals and the witches who captured you
0: i don't know i remember y'all did some ritual stuff i came out feeling better i think i had like butterfly wings or something um what? we smoked a lot of weed yeah this this is a true story everybody <laughs> listening to this see, you see how i don't remember something she doesn't remember this. it was the house that was on 17th was it on 17th
1: was it the witch house the, the big whi- big old witch house the witch house
0: <laughs> i was about around a bunch of witches what are you talking about the witch house. house. Witch
1: Yes. The but i mean that old victorian house yes
0: the witch I mean house, that you know yes, the witch house. <laughs> that had that big room yeah yeah y- y- that was fun that was fun and at the end we smoked a lot of weed i think i think that's how that ended yeah i think that, I, something happened to me I, I was transformed every time i see you transform me every time
1: well you said that it was like a pivot or a catalyst what do you yeah. mean by that
0: well, it's something always changes. Like first time you met, cool. I finally met somebody who's like weird. That's awesome. Cause I'm weird too. So that was like a, a pivot to, and then, and then, um, the, the, the the candle joint that was at a pretty poignant time in my life where I was grieving and then I pivoted toward, or you catalyzed, cataclyzed, whatever, <laughs> um, you know, a different energy that I was feeling. So if I was sad, I was feeling a little bit more, you know, um, uplifted, if that makes sense, not sounding corny or Christian. um, our infamous Larimer Lounge thing. I've never had that happen to me like that. And that was just like, wow, I got to share that experience with somebody. So now I know in that situation with somebody else never happened before again
1: i think 90 (laughs) percent of our interactions have literally been the universe making us bump into each other you were
0: you were mad at somebody too speaking (laughs) of hate you were mad hold on on, let's take an interlude we're gonna gonna call this a larimer lounge interlude shout out to larimer lounge okay wait i want to
1: say something first that like in magic you can put out a frequency and say i want to attract this vibration yeah. i want to attract this kind of person and i yeah. feel like i was doing that in my life and it kept bringing me you and you were like this little tall <laughs> you're not little but this this beautiful like fairy <laughs> bright ma- magical shaman energy for me even though on the surface it might not look like shaman energy
0: yeah we, we cameo in each other's uh in each other's movies my dad's always like you're the star of your own movie you're the director but we always you know it's like yo you want to cameo in my movie but that time yeah you were hating somebody i, I kind of remember the spiel and you caught me and i was like you know what okay we back this. up
1: what what time so we're talking about the larimer lounge the infamous the, yeah, larimer, like the larimer
0: lounge. lounge i love larimer lounge i played a lot of shows there Shout out to them. They paid me for it, man. Shout out.
1: It's a venue bar in Denver.
0: And five points, I call it. But it's Rhino. For the yeah. New kids.
1: The funny part is, is I don't think we've ever actually had a real conversation about this. We texted about it a little this year. Oh, well, well, I've gotten was... off
0: to it a couple of times. Oh, I've given up too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, let's hear from your perspective what was happening.
0: Okay, so originally this conversation, this this when we talked uh pre uh, before the summer, during the summer, supposed to be a top five, right? So this is one of my top fives, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it without saying it. Nah. Say um, it,
1: baby.
0: Say it. No, I'm just saying, like Laram, first of all, if you've been to Laram Lounge or anybody, those bathrooms are disgusting. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me just start there. You want to talk about, see, but it's it was kind of, you know, it was, it was the, the atmosphere was very, very hot. It was very hot. It was hot because it was summertime, but it, it smelled like piss. There were stickers from every band that's ever been to like, for 20 years, people peeling off stickers, notes, graffiti. Uh, I think the toilet was broken. I think they no, we went to the one with the door. I think one had a door. <laughs> there was some shit without door. You said something like this. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I've been drinking and you know what? It's me and you. Fuck it. <laughs> who cares you know, whatever it's Dills. it's lace let's do it you were like yo i, I you were like yo something something, something i really want to fuck you right now or come no you said fuck me right now you yeah. said those were just, fuck me right now now remember everybody i'd been running into her on some spiritual oh let me see oh i feel really good hey i need you to fuck me right now now listen now listen first of all i want to thank you for picking me because luckily in my sexual experiences with like women i've just met so some dudes have one night stands right or like they fuck their friend and they get weird so for some reason all my homegirls i'm the one that they hit they're like yo i got a homegirl that she wants to get fucked and you're the person i'm thinking about and i i I hold that dearly i really do i really do like that means like okay cool my my homegirls respect me i'm not a creep my dick is good i guess i don't know how they know but um you know at least i'm at least at least i'm nice enough for them to recommend me okay um (laughs) So thank you for picking me, uh, and you're like yo, I I, I yo, fuck me, and I was like okay cool. We went up the stairs, dirty bathroom, and we did the damn thing. Now the crazy part about it was it was a dirty bathroom. It was so dirty. It was like you know what I'm saying. It was like <laughs> like we washed our hands afterwards, and we trusted each other. That's another thing too. We trust each other. So thank you for trusting me again. Um, and we just got to it, and it was pretty. It was pretty. Not I want to say primal, but it was very. It was it was a fuck like because I believe in making love, having sex, and fucking. Right. So, like, you can make love to somebody you care about, right? You can fuck with somebody you care about and it's still making love. You can have sex, as in, like, you know, you got to get off. This person's attractive. It's like a sport, it's like one on one in basketball. But then there's fucking. And sometimes you just, you know, okay, cool. And that was awesome because I've never fucked in a dirty bathroom before, (laughs) especially that quick, especially with somebody that I I held, you know, dearly to my heart, especially how fun it was. You know, Yelp review four out of four. Helpings were great. Service was great. I'll I'll be returning if invited.
1: It was so wild. Like I hadn't had sex in a while. Okay, and... what's a
0: while though for you, Lacey? I mean, not to get too deep, because a while. Like, here's my thing: I can go like months without having sex. Like, it's fine. I'm not one of those dudes that just has to have it.
1: All yeah, the time. same, same. And although it's like the horror pod, and I seem overtly sexual. Oh, come I... on. What? I, th-
0: I don't think you're sexual enough. I'm just playing. So, but yeah, but yeah. So it was. So you were. You just hadn't been fucked in a while.
1: I had not been fucked, and I'm also extremely picky about who I have. Sex.
0: Absolutely, preach.
1: And I feel like sex is power, and preach. there is this egotistical part of
0: me. Oh my gosh, talk to me, love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, There's an egotistical part of me that feels like I don't want to give you my power. Oh like, my god! Like as soon as I have sex with a guy, I'm like, I just gave him so much of my lacy, energy.
0: lacy. They let
1: him lacy. in me, so I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. But I'm almost like prude in well, that's ways. That's a good thing.
0: That's a good to, thing. That's to good grip thing. my
1: own power.
0: We'll see. But, but with
1: you, thing. I didn't feel like you were gonna siphon my power
0: okay great you know that's that's what i wanted to say to you but you 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 eloquated it so much better
1: Um, i felt like we there's sex where two people can come together and each of them bring their power and a greater power grows from that energy yeah and then there's sex where someone siphoning the power
0: you know and that and that's and that's and that's that's remember earlier i was saying you, you you love parts of yourself you hate parts of yourself right so i feel that way about sex i felt first of all i lost my virginity when i was 17 to my best friend mm. and we were friends since um hold up she did not listen to this and she does she'll be like i don't remember <laughs> um we were, we were we were best friends in middle school like my best friend was her friend and we became friends And you know it's like yo if you ever if you don't lose your virginity by 18 you want to give it to me yeah sure so we did it it was really cool and then you know so sex to me i mean like i'm a pervert but i but i care about it sounds so corny i care about who i'm having sex with i care about myself almost more because there's been times where like i've given my body up or i've not necessarily done things that i regret not a regret but more of a wow i gave they took a lot more energy than i thought they were gonna take or i I did you know saying did this person even deserve it or this person's not giving it back to me you know and that's where that ego comes because i know i can fuck good but it's more than that. You know what I'm saying? I know I can get get it whenever I want, but it's more than that. It's like there's an actual connection that somebody's around your body. You're inside somebody. You're sharing. You're closer than you'll ever be. You know what I'm saying? Sex is the closest you could ever be to somebody without actually being inside of that person wearing their skin on some serial killer shit. You know what I mean? Um, But
1: you are inside them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are. And and you leave something inside of them. I mean, it's just... with, with sex, which is why I take it very serious. That's why I had to thank you for that. And shout out to all the other women who allowed me to do that, too, because, you know, they <laughs> they trusted me. Um, th- that's a that's a big force. Sex is a huge force. It's a big thing.
1: I really believe, like, after you have sex with them, you're so cyclically connected. For yeah, yeah, you like leave forever. something.
0: Yeah, you're, you leave yeah. something. You don't forget. I mean, I've forgotten women I've had sex with, but, I mean, I'm sure they probably forgot me. Ha, ha, ha. But. At the same time, you don't, even if you don't literally think of them consciously, you definitely, you know, you do or it's something that they did. Or maybe like I said, like it it was with you and it was also in a dirty bathroom and it was also spontaneous and it was also, you know, fun. It was it was a lot of things. So that it was
1: silly. Like it was like and for me, like I that was a long time ago now. And I, I came from a lot of sexual abuse and I didn't. And then I was like in a lot of like serious relationships yeah, I feel you. and I don't think I had like a lot of like spontaneous, totally like silly, playful friendships. Things sex. for
0: fun. Things for fun. Ecstasy. Things that are yeah. joyful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: you were like my friend and I was like, yeah, this is like fun friend sex.
0: Yeah. That's, you know? uh, and that, and that, and yo, and that's, that is a connection. We have a lot of other connections, but that—that's a connection that I think is very awesome. Like, again, I feel open with you, not just sexually, spiritually. I can tell you shit. I can not talk to you. You cannot talk. Like, I don't. You know what I'm saying? We can feel each other from that. And that was, you know, as 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 dirty and as raunchy and as hot as that was. That was, you know, definitely again a turning point, a pivot point, a ca- uh, catalyst for me being, um, you know, sexually spontaneous. But. To the point where it's I, I I have to care about who I'm doing it with, you know what I'm saying I already felt that you know you've had hookups, whatever, but it feels better when some when it's somebody you care about, it feels better when they actually care about you, and you both had a good time, why not you yeah.
1: know yeah, and I remember like physically feeling so different after we fucked, like uh, the yeah there was a bit like in my body and it was and i think that was one of the first times i was like consciously aware of like oh my body's different now just from that act that
0: i made you a woman <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stupid <laughs> but no it was like i was nervous because i you know like when you fuck a friend you don't want to like mess up the friendship
0: no i'm fucking up the friendship <laughs>
1: Well, We're I am not friends not, anymore. Goodbye. I didn't want to, but I did kind of run away from you afterwards. Like we had sex? I didn't
0: I didn't feel that way at all. I just felt I just No, felt I like literally
1: you. ran. Like we had sex, I kissed you on the cheek, and then I like ran downstairs.
0: How, how romantic. <laughs> Yo, that should be in a, in a movie right there. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Mwah,
0: then... see you later. Bye. Bye with my friends. They think I'm... <laughs> You can have sex with your friends. Women too and not make it weird. You just don't have to make it weird. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Well, sleepover is optional. Call after. It's like, no, no, no. Just keep it keep it cordial.
1: How do you feel about interracial dating?
0: <laughs> who gives a fuck, man? Who cares? Well, a lot of nerd. people. Yeah, but they're idiots and they watch interracial porn. That's what I'm trying to tell you. These people are so uptight. Like, I hate it. Mm, I'm going to go home and jerk off to it. Like, no, nah, who cares? Here's my thing. My parents, like, it doesn't matter. Me personally, I date who you want. Fuck who you want. Love who you want. Gay, straight, upside down, right side up it doesn't really matter to me. You know what I'm saying? We're just, we're humans. We're bored. We're, we're here to, to help each other. We're here to at least bring some sort of happiness to another person, you know, and our, and the universe allowed us to connect. So why don't you try to connect and yeah. stick to it? Fuck people's opinions.
1: But just as a white woman, I feel like we've got well, podcasts going this way. We've caused so much destruction. We've just caused so much destruction. And given my dating history i could see how um someone would look upon my dating how? history how? and how and think that how? i have a fetish
0: how how you have a preference have do a pre- i have
1: a preference
0: yeah it's called a preference look if like here's the thing i don't like what don't i like i don't like uh mashed potatoes but i love french fries and i love potatoes if somebody look at me like, yo, why the fuck don't you like you should be eating mashed potatoes? Like, no, I shouldn't. It's still a potato. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a woman, black, white, it's still a woman. If it's a dude, black, white, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And people who kind of, with you, you've never just had any destruction in my black life. So don't feel, don't feel too guilty. I appreciate when I've dated white women. I've dated a bunch of people, like just the gamut. You know what I'm saying? It just pisses me off like, oh, you like white women. I like women, fam. Matter of fact, I like anything that's attractive and is positive. It doesn't have to be sexual. There's some dudes that I'm attracted to that not sexually at all, but I'm just attracted to like their energy and, and their focus and things like that. Same thing with women, but it doesn't, it sounds corny as fuck, but I don't really, and I don't think, I don't think white women in particular should feel a certain way about it because, because you're giving them love. Cause if you, if you're with the person you obviously care about them and you love them, so you're giving that black man love and you're giving him care and attention or that Asian man or anything like that. You dig what I'm saying? It's not a fetish. It's a preference. Okay.
1: What is a fetish?
0: A fetish is something you get off to and you leave in the dirt. Like, okay, for like, there's certain porn that I like. It's like fetish porn. I, mean, I don't even really call it fetish porn, but it's like after I'm done, I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> but then there's there's a preference where I'm like, yo, I like this type of thing and I want that around all the time.
1: Okay. That's so so like the f- fetish is you just want to fuck it and then be done with I mean,
0: it. Could you, that, that, you know, we're on the topic of sex. Yeah, that's an example. Or like a fetish is like, I don't know, some people like dressing up as furries or something you know what i'm saying that could be i have a furry fetish but i'm not dressing up as a furry you feel what i'm saying but if i have a furry preference then i'll ingratiate myself in that and be a part of it you know what i'm saying cuz that's the culture, that I, yeah. that's what i prefer you know what i'm saying
1: i just feel like it's fucked up to even say i have a preference in that way
0: why why okay why because why? well
1: i cuz well i don't know if that's true number
0: one okay well okay we'll talk about well th- that's for you I, i'm don't let me man whore explain it to you because you know it's funny when people are like what are your fetishes I remember certain moments of sexuality um but um you know I nothing weird happened so whatever i like my fetishes and my preferences are i really don't know where they came from i think i just had a clean slate so you know i started my sexual career i didn't i wasn't getting a lot of girls in high school so i wasn't like one of those dudes And then when I finally got it, I was like, "Wow, that was awesome." Everyone's talking about spirituality, but if you're old school, you feel like your spirit lives in your body. You got to take care of your body. Your body's a vessel. And you know, unprotected sex, protected sex, anything. Like, I don't even like kissing people who aren't my girlfriend or boyfriend. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I, I, in relationship, I don't really like. Yeah, get away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had dudes try to kiss. Like, yo, fam, nothing against you, but I just I need it. You know what I'm saying? We need to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Girls, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Be real nice. But I just I cherish my body, so when it came to stuff like that, it's just I kind of feel like people know that I'm not out here being that dude like Let's get some pussy tonight. Let's go out and get some girls. Like, hey, I'm going out to like meet people and have fun and create an experience. So when you start off from that platform, that trampoline, you can jump as high as you want. Um, But yeah, man. I mean, like, I haven't had a lot of bad sexual experiences, so I don't want anybody to have any uh, you know on the on the account of me. So shout out to the homegirls
1: yeah what makes you feel safe in sex
0: um it uh, it sounds kind of corny uh pretty much just the vibe the atmosphere the conversation um like I've done a lot of crazy shit sexually like a lot of it and but a lot of it was because I felt comfortable with that person
1: yeah I just feel like I don't have a lot of connections with masculine where i do feel super mm-hmm. safe and i do just-
0: i totally understand that where, where did the unstable like relationship with like the masculine come into play
1: well i don't have a dad number one okay. or like my dad was like i do not like you like he sat me oh, down when i those. was okay. eight
0: well that well that's a great start <laughs> that's a great
1: start he sat <laughs> me down when i was like eight and he was like i really hope you pay attention to who your cousins are because they're a much, they're much better people than you, and hopefully you can imitate them and be oh, more shit. like them. And are you sure
0: this dude's your dad? Unfortunately, how does something beautiful like you come from that type of? Anyway, go
1: ahead. And he was like, "You're not very attractive." How old eight? are you? Well, eight. Nigga, no little girl's attractive at eight, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so that was my dad. I
0: was. You know me. <laughs> I be saying shit. So, so but, that, but that's a good start of like not have, being comfortable with the masculine,
1: yeah. And then I, you know, was raped at different points oh my from God. just like dudes growing up in fuck, like man. high school and middle fuck school man. and stuff.
0: I, I, you know, that always that every time I hear that my heart sinks because you know, I hate when people are like, What if it's your mom or your sister? Like, it doesn't have to be your mom or your sister, it could be a fucking woman that has to go through this shit, man. I'm sorry, you had to go through that shit, fuck them, but.
1: Yeah. And then I was just in a relationship from the time I was 15 to 20. And then oh, you did tell me. So like, truly, I'm like limited. Like I'm not, but I am.
0: So, so, you know, I, I, I love, I love history. I love my friend's history. I love why I love anthropology. Why are people the way they are? And you know, like I was saying earlier, nothing weird happened to me sexually as a kid. Like I found masturbation early um you know i knew i knew what was going on at a very early age and this is with no porno or any of that like kids nowadays holy shit uh i'm I'm seeing some shit i ain't never seen but you know i kind of i had like a very healthy relationship with sex um and and like that's how i kind of approached it as like kind of an important thing and as i got older i was kind of like hey yo i got a big dick let's fucking, you know what i'm saying let's let's go crazy you know what i'm saying but um you know i never had like a, a a root of why that happened um So like what, what helped you like get open, like be open and being able to talk like this and, you know, having those moments where you had some fun spontaneity, like, how did you get out of that cocoon, that chrysalis?
1: I'm still getting out of the cocoon.
0: Well, you know, butterflies are in chrysalis. So if you're a butterfly, it's chrysalis. Only moths are in cocoons.
1: Well, I'm still in the chrysalis. There you go. All right. Well, I am like in and out of it, but how did I get out of it? Through creativity. Through healing.
0: Remember what I was telling Creativity. I was telling you earlier, creativity. <laughs> and, and what creative ways? Like, was it a different way of you expressing your sexuality? Um,
1: yeah, I started doing like with Lady Speech. She had this.
0: Shout out to Lady Speech.
1: Yeah. She had this red tent night in Capitol Hill, just down the street from Gypsy House. And they were doing like sexual performance art.
0: I remember she used to do that. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah, I got invited. I never went though.
1: I know. I'm so sad. You never.
0: <coughs> anyway, so how was it?
1: Would have been fun. <coughs> um, I wrote a poem about my vagina, and I got up there and performed about my vagina. And then, what, what
0: ju- year was this?
1: Probably the same time I met you.
0: Which is crazy, because you do that now. Just even fucking with more like you know you know what the fuck you're doing so that was like the catalyst that was like the little
1: yeah i went there and i had never done any art about sex and she's like if you're doing a poem it has to be about sex this is a sex night so i just went in the bathroom and wrote a poem about my vagina and at one point it was like quoted at city of city down below i (laughs) mean vagina cannot afford air conditioning But it was through art. It was through healing.
0: Bars. Bars about your vagina.
1: Now is the point in my life where I'm like opening myself up sexually to a bunch of new people.
0: I I feel that. I feel that. That's awesome. And,
1: And like why I embrace the whore is just that I've always been called a whore. It's always that I've had this like whore mentality put on me, whether or not I was actually having sex with someone. And it's because I was being molested from the time I was a very tiny little kid and I, I developed really fast. I was like a, yeah, like, I'm, I'm thing. only. You, grew,
0: you, you You, 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 somebody kind of forced you to growing up. You didn't really like, I, I got the luxury of actually growing up into my, into my penis size, but you had no choice. And that's, I think that, I mean, you coming out of that, that's.
1: Yeah. And I'm that, five. That's two. A lot. I'm five two, And I was like small as a kid. So all of a sudden being five, two and having like a rack and like hips I remember I was in this charter school where you had to wear a uniform, and I was wearing the same uniform as all the other girls.
0: Hogwarts?
1: (laughs) And the teacher was like, she has hips. She can't wear the skirt that all the other girls wear. And they made me wear the boy clothes, and I was the only one. They couldn't just get you? No, it's just because like I was like, they called me shapely just because I had boobs and like a woman y body in the sixth, seventh grade where all the other girls didn't yet, I got in trouble for it. Like I was looked down on for it. I felt bad for it. Like it felt like it wasn't safe to be a girl. It wasn't safe to have and that, those and body that kind parts. Of,
0: that, that kind of trickles down a little bit now to you, just in a
1: yeah. Um but here I have to tell you about a recent sex situation. Talk I, to me. I need I need like um, what was that lady in the newspaper you'd write to her? Dear. Uh,
0: dear, uh, uh, Anne, Ann. What's her name? Anne. Dear, dear, Abby. Anne dear Abby or something. Dear, dear Dils-
1: Hadley. Dear, <laughs> dear Dils-y,
0: This motherfucker. Wait,
1: I always call you Hadley. Can I not call you Hadley?
0: me <laughs> what you want, girl. Only oh,
1: I just love your name. But I like deals too. Dear Hadley. So, I had sex with this mountain man,
0: okay, first and foremost, let's stop right there. Sex with a mountain man, that shit's hot, all right as as, it's as, hot. as, as, a, Thank as a black you. um uh, uh, woman, man loving woman woman loving man you know actually, I love everybody. fuck I, you can fuck everybody. That's pretty hot, man, like a mountain dude. do you have a beard? yeah <laughs> I, you didn't tell me that I kind of made that shit up. <laughs> beard was rubbing on your fucking face. <laughs>
1: He was like Mountain Manny in different. Was he than... Black? No.
0: Then you don't have a fetish. Yay! <laughs> we solve <laughs> things here at Dil- Dear Dilsey. Anyway.
1: <laughs> he was a ginger.
0: Was he a Gentile?
1: <laughs> a tall was a, ginger.
0: Was he an Amish guy? <laughs> no. Patagonia.
1: So we start having sex. Yeah, I've been a real pre- pillow princess. In I don't the know day. what any
0: of that shit means. As, 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 as fucked up pervertly as I am, I don't know what a pillow A pillowcases anyway go ahead
1: (laughs) a pillow princess is just someone who lies on the pillow and just lays back and takes really starfish oh yeah but it like really turns some dudes on because they can just have their way with you you know and like be aggressive (laughs) and
0: and you're my my living sex doll anyway so so he's he's smashing he's mid-stroke and then you start thinking what
1: well, no, like he starts like on top of me and I'm like, am I going to be a pillow princess, like who I've been historically? And I'm like, no. And you're I just be a mountain like, woman. I was very mountain
0: woman. You're going to be baby. Faith Hill. <laughs> He's Tim McGraw, you're Faith Hill.
1: <laughs> I started listening to a lot of country music. Yo, I did <laughs> a
0: country wedding, by the way. Yo, Kenny me? That's, so that's my nigga. Anyway, go.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, I was very mountain woman womany, which is like embarrassing. That
0: means that means the bottom of your feet were dirty. You had oh a yeah, bush the bottom. Go- you had a little oh. bush going on down there.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I guess I'm always mountain womany, if that's what the criteria. You live
0: is. in the mountains in Colorado, girl. Come on.
1: Yeah, my feet are always dirty, and I do have. a like bright, white red I bush. Like,
0: I like white women with, uh, with with dirty feet and and quite of a bush, but. That's just for the ladies listening. Anyway, um, so he's mid stroke.
1: Mid stroke. I flip him on his back, and I just start like riding him aggressively.
0: Hold on, and, girl. like, hold on, hold on, girl. Let me close the blinds real quick.
1: <laughs> and I don't let him do anything. And everything. So time... you,
0: so you went from pillow sub to ride him, cowgirl. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and every time he tried to do something, I would just kind of like push him down. And I just, this like totally like very aggressive energy came out of me. And I didn't want anything sweet or. You touchy.
0: wanted it like a mountain woman. You on the fucking pines, the nature's around, you hear hawks <laughs> talking.
1: Ah! Fucking deer there are really, watching you and shit. Fucking. Yeah, breeze. there's literally moose out the window. <laughs> and he, keep, a... he keeps salt blocks in the yard for the moose. Because he likes to, to like...
0: be watched. This nigga's a freak yo yo okay. girl you ever seen a moose and you he hitting it from the back yeah you see a moose it's majestic as fuck <laughs> looks like fern gully and shit so fern gully. Go ahead.
1: oh my god that was my favorite movie that's, that's
0: why i said it twice you had to get that okay good go
1: yeah it was my favorite so you're getting movie. fucked
0: in fern gully
1: <laughs> uh, so i'm aggressively having sex with him and then how was well, halfway I stop and I look at him and I'm like, I have a was secret
0: Was your great grandfather a prospector? <laughs> was he a fourteener? Oh shit. I am fucking high. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead,
1: I was like, I have a secret for you.
0: Hold on, time. But let me put my phone on top of me like you're sitting on me saying it. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> I was like, I have a secret for you.
0: What's your secret, darling?
1: <laughs> and he looked really uncomfortable and I was like, I, I was like, I'm a squirter.
0: Oh, Lacey, This is the yo. This is the best podcast. I was on another <laughs> two podcasts two weeks ago, and this is the best one. I didn't. I didn't make you squirt. I, what the fuck? I was playing. So um, I gave away too much. I gave away too much. I see.
1: Sometimes I'm like weird, and like I didn't feel weird with him. I felt like super comfortable. The reason I didn't tell him I was like a squirter before is because like I have to be like in certain positions and like comfortable, and I don't want to like yeah, don't don't feed, his, don't feed it. Don't
0: feed. Yeah, don't feed his ego because he's be like oh, I got to make her squirt, and he's not focused on what he's supposed to be doing, in right. the act of sex. I feel you.
1: Definitely. And so we go into the he wants to take a shower right we're in the shower and he's like putting soap on my body and my hair and he like grabs my face oh my like, god
0: yo right a god yo i i'm sensually turned on like y'all can't y'all they can't see the video right now but i have a half chub i'm drinking i'm, I'm drinking some whiskey excuse uh, actually yeah some whiskey right now oh my god go ahead
1: but he grabbed my face and he's like, "It feels Ooh. so good being inside you, and that was so fun." And I was like, "My oh God, God it's fun!
0: I want this nigga inside me right now." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, like, he gets out of the shower before me, and I come out, and he has like a robe Dick flopping, flopping. I get out. <laughs> no, he has a robe waiting for me. And time out. Just... did he
0: have a red bush around his pubes too?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was feeling really good i come out of the shower he has so i told him like when i get nervous
0: you start shaking uh... and squirting everywhere.
1: <laughs> when, I I get... <laughs> when i get nervous i tell animal facts like if i'm in, in a social i have situation. an animal fact
0: for you right now and iguana's me. tongue is three times longer than its body
1: Boom. wow Yeah, i'm gonna add that to my list so i come out and he's got like this animal documentary on and we're just like laughing at these wildebeest nature and, porn but okay so he's like fucking me from behind and then i but when i squirted the first time which was splash. not splash it was just a little splash and he got up and washed all the sheets like really uh, quickly did he stop I thought all guys liked this. Like I drink I, Squirt. I I like was <laughs> I really thought he
0: it was my like, favorite soda as a kid. Squirt.
1: <laughs> I like didn't think it was possible that he didn't like it, so I was still just very open about it. And he was doing it from behind, it, and I started squirting a little. And he was like, "Don't come, don't oh, come."
0: Oh my ass. Oh my god! Every and time I, you give me hard, I go soft. Why do you do this, thing, girl? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, tell me more. Oh damn! And plastic. he was like.
1: He was like, don't come, don't come. But I thought he was, like, joking. Like, I thought we were, like, playing, you know?
0: He wasn't playing when he changed them sheets.
1: (laughs) I know, but I, like, didn't really (laughs) register it. So I was like, okay, whatever. (sighs) And we stop. We don't finish sex because he doesn't want me to come. And then the next morning we wake up. And he was just like, I had so much fun with you. <laughs> like, did you have fun? And I did. I was still feeling. All of course like- you
0: had fun. Dear Hadley, all right? <laughs> Dear Dilsey, all right? I'm here. It's my podcast now. Now tell me more.
1: <laughs> so I get back on top of him and I'm like, his dick just makes me come all nonstop. But this time I actually <sighs> squirt and I squirted. All over his chest, all over the bed. And this
0: nigga jumped out in the fucking shower. He hit the, oh, he showered fast, huh?
1: He jumped out and he was like, oh my God, it's a mess. It's a mess. And he ah, ran to the sh- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he ran to the shower and then like, I froze. Like I got into fighter you, cider did, you an,
0: did you get an Uber out of there from the cabin? Yes. My Uber's outside.
1: No, I grabbed my duffel bag and I just started throwing everything. You had everything. an
0: overnight hoe bag?
1: You yes. had a hold-down bag? Yes. And I had it, my stuff spread throughout his cabin. And I just start putting everything in my bag really fast. And uh, yeah. I was like, this is never gonna work. Like, you don't like squirters.
0: I'm sorry. I, okay, so after you packed all your shit,
1: I felt super <laughs> fucking put your weird. Shoes on. Yeah, and I felt like I run away. Like if I feel uncomfortable, I just bounce. A, sma-
0: a, a, a smash and dash. I love it.
1: So I was like running to my car, and he was like, "What's happening? Like, why are you being weird?" And I was like, I don't "Because know. you didn't drink my squirt, you fucking asshole." So he was like, "Well, do you want a banana for the road? Do you want chocolate?" No. Yeah! <laughs> I was like, Please "No." He stops. Hold on. Stop. 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 Stop.
0: He gave you a banana. <laughs> yes,
1: but I was being grumpy, and I was like, "No, I don't want a banana."
0: Bye. Yo, I'm gonna be real. This I don't know who this dude is. He he did you fuck Sasquatch? <laughs> did you fuck the ghost of Buffalo Bill? <laughs> what the fuck did you do? Who is this nigga? He doesn't like squirt, but he's handy with his hands. But he also offers you a banana when you storm out. Yeah. Did you eat the banana? No. Good job. Like, Good, girl. Good girl. I refuse Good girl. the banana. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. That's my that see, that's my Lacey right there. <laughs> Fuck! You, I want your fucking banana. Fuck you! You didn't drink my squirt, nigga. Fuck you.
1: And then I drove down the mountain, and then I started feeling like super insecure, like I did something bad. Okay, so, so so
0: so here comes your childhood trauma creeping up, huh? You didn't drink my squirt. Listen, motherfucker, if you're not drinking a woman's squirt, I've, she's gonna storm out on you, bro. Because it's that's like a that's a sacred thing. It, like it's awesome. Oh, Lacy, listen, you have the vagina, okay? I'm gonna let everybody know the vagina is the most um valuable thing this fucking earth has the earth is a big vagina it gives birth you can live on it and in it it's warm it's cold it'll fucking kill you this is a vagina you know what a penis is a penis is like the animals on the fucking earth like we just fuck things and we multiply this is what dicks do okay this is sexual education for those over 30 um (laughs) but no real shit and the earth never apologizes to the animals for what it does oh that's an earthquake sorry it's tsunami you know, mean, sorry it's a forest fire sorry so you like, i don't women out there don't but damn i can say all that shit but if, when it comes to love you can't really there's no logic in that there's no logic Lacey. you know what it sounds like to me that it sounds like. You're, no 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 yes um but we, you everybody has to be a little nuts in order to live the lifestyle that we have in order to be spiritual and open and being ourselves a hundred percent of the time It takes a lot of kookiness, a lot of nuts, a lot of loco, a lot of fucking, you kind of got to be different than other people. I don't like saying crazy or you got to be different. We're different people. We feel things different and you're feeling something that's different than you felt previously, especially, you know, being from where you came from as a kid, like this is something that's sparking a different type of energy in you. And you're not wrong for wanting to um, have it around. Just don't get attached to it. That's yeah. the thing. People get attached to moments, and they can never have a better moment than that one moment. You got to live that moment, let that shit go, talk about it to your friends or whatever. And then, if you want to revisit it, then revisit it. But as far as I'm concerned, you're feeling something different that you enjoy, and it's different than your usual preferences. It's outside of your usual realm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want but, that feel? You want that feeling of safe set, like not safe set, but safe sex, comfortable sex, yeah, stable sex. Okay, listen. The beginning, of this you were talking about how like not to go too deep, but we're talking. You were talking about how your dad kind of like told you you were ugly, and how dudes like your mas- the masculine energy around you has been very cantankerous or very unstable. You don't feel a hundred percent present when you're around a masculine dude. You've had your flashes of light, such as me, such as you know you can name them, especially as you growing into an act like into more of a woman, because I you know it's not like oh you're a woman when you're eighteen. No, you're a woman. Once you decide as a woman to be that, Oh, I, you know, I feel like I'm a woman. I feel my pussy. I feel my titties. I feel my ovaries. I feel my hair. You see what I'm saying? So you're at this point, you haven't had a a experience sexual or otherwise flirtatious, whatever in a while. So you're kind of just like, yo, this feels fucking good. This is like the first time you fucking like did a line or smoked weed or like, you know what I'm saying? Some people chase that high. The only thing you have to worry about is like I said, don't get attached to that moment. If you want it, you're a woman you can get it (laughs) you hear that ladies if you want that shit you can get it dudes you got to kind of not saying women don't have to work but dudes you kind of got to figure it out but women they can get whatever they want and if this is something that you want just don't you know what i'm saying don't get attached to it but yeah you're crazy but you're not crazy for wanting that that connection at all yeah that's my long winded way of saying, hey nigga, stop texting this nigga, man.
1: Do you feel like have you had crazy girls who don't stop texting you and stuff?
0: Well, I mean, not to pat my own uh, jerk off my own penis, uh, splash. Yeah, I have. I've had people like fucking stalk me or like, but it was to the point where I felt used and I cut it off. Like for example, there's this one chick. Um, she was like, I thought my sex drive was good. This is back when I was living at the funhouse with the trampoline and stuff. Um, she was she wanted to fuck all the time. And you know how I like I said earlier I'm kind of, you know I'm I'm particular I'm picky but you know at that time I was mid 20s deals I got money drugs let's you know I'm making music I'm DJing let's fuck but this chick was like do it again do it again do it again do it again and I'm like bitch I gotta drink water I gotta nourish my body I gotta sleep I gotta make money I got it my friends are downstairs blah blah and she kind of like blew me off like that and I was like okay but when I would run into her in public she would be like yo. You know, she one time she was with her boyfriend. We were at Metal Art. Shout out to Metal Art. And she ran up on me. This dude kind of looked like me. He had dreads, but he was like ugly. You know, I'm ugly, but he's ugly. You know what I'm saying? But he, uh You're she was so like so
1: cute, Hadley.
0: Listen, let me self-deprecate while I while I self-masturbate, okay? But she was like, oh, you know, I've always remember those times, blah blah blah. And you know, in my ego, I'm like, yo, we can go to the bathroom right now, no pun intended, bathroom right now and do this. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, you really only used me. There's been times in my sexual encounters where I felt used I was like the big black dick I was the BBC I was the young cool guy I was the DJ I was you know what I'm saying I was a character for them I was a fetish for them not a preference per se and then they end up pre- pre- you know preferring me and then that's when shit got crazy <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying so
1: it seems I a, like you but, have a wound around being used
0: not necessarily it's more of an annoyance it's more of a mosquito bite you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh shit, they bit me. And then you know it's going to itch and you try to put anti-itch cream on such as, you know, refraining from sex, refraining from relationships and it still itches. So my thing was like, you know, it started, and maybe it's my fault. It started off egotistical. I'm about to rock your world. I'm about to represent all black people <laughs> right now. You know, you go tell your friends. Um, And I've been in those situations and at the end of that, I felt not really accomplished. I felt satisfied, but it wasn't like a connection because every time that that chick saw me, it would be like oh yo that dude's dick is huge he fucked the shit out of me and then that's like the conversation as opposed to wow this dude was a gentleman you know this motherfucker had good ass weed you know you know everything else but the person that i am you know what i mean yeah. so that's that's what i only shit came.
1: feel used by white women
0: Mm-mm. no i've been used by some mexican chicks some... <laughs> um but no it, it that's why i have a, I have a nice detached style if, if you've heard me i said you know not get too attached to moments or people or experiences i I, li- I like seeing them it's like uh what's the um the buddhist thing where it's like a monk walks down this down the dirt road there's a flower uh he goes up sniffs it admires it and walks away the next dude who walks by admires the flower and picks it the dude who picks it kills it the buddhist monk who smelled it admired it right so that i can detach from like okay cool i'm just gonna be a flower to get picked it sounds kind of funny to say but it really is. And in that, in that mode, I feel more sexually open. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, let me put on, a let me put on a show for you. Cause it's showtime. But then in my, in my intimate relationships, I'm not anything like that, you know? So I can kind of separate that. So if a chick, if I, you know, if I, if I fucked a chick she hadn't called me back, which has happened, I don't, <laughs> Hey, if we had a good time, when you see me next time, you're going to say it was a great time. So I don't know. I detach myself when I feel like I'm being used, so I don't really feel used.
1: <laughs> yeah, but do we ever really detach ourselves? Like, do here your mic is making a lot of oh noise, sorry
0: sorry right? sorry we good now we good now
1: yeah okay. um but do we ever can we ever really detach in sex like isn't there always that big emotional connection
0: for me like, no. <laughs> I have to be, I have to be emotional with you to have the sex to begin with.
1: Yeah. But then how do you detach if you're already emotional with them?
0: Uh, Well, that's the thing. I'm not. uh, uh, Well, okay. Here's my thing. Attachment is more passionate. Detached is more ego, I guess, if that had to make sense. So like if we're fucking cool, we're going to have a good time fucking. I don't really care. (laughs) But if we're like, if we care about each other and we're fucking, I care about us fucking. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's almost like a coping mechanism where I'm like, okay, I feel used, so now I'm going to use you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you're feeling it with me, then we're going to feel this shit together and it's going to feel even better. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: So that's why that's why I didn't, I didn't really sleep around a lot. That was an, that's another reason a lot it of the Sounds group, like
1: you've been sleeping around a lot?
0: No, I've just had a, I've had good sexual experiences and like none of it none of them has been really bad. There's some funny awkward ones, but for the most part, I mean, it's just you know, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about it as much. I don't let people know the people who I do it with. It's very respectful. It's not like, you know, you kiss and tell or anything. So in my brain, it's like, not I
1: about,
0: <laughs> well, no, no. that Well, cause we're talking, we're on a podcast. We're over This is something that like, it's helping me figure out some things too. You feel me? Yeah. Because I, there, I've I've met a woman who checked all the boxes too. And then I felt slighted by because she was fucking everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And I'm kind of like, Oh, why don't you fuck with me? Cause I, I take you out. I'm nice. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm hadley damn it come on everybody fucks with me you know and i feel slighted and i've texted you know like yo what the fuck and you know what she put it down yo it's just the game and once i figured out it was the game i I stepped out of it because i don't like being played you know what i mean
1: but what's the game
0: it, that's the, that, that that's all up to different people it's, it's sometimes it's the count sometimes it's the conquest sometimes it's the uh, uh the story Sometimes it's the void filler. Sometimes it's a lot of things for me. I I think mine's more of an ego stroke, you know? Yeah. That's an ego stroke. I like my ego being stroke. I'm a creative person. You know what I'm saying? I'm sensitive about my shit, but you know, those times where I do get to detach, it's almost like a vacation from myself or from my morals. if I want to call it that, you know,
1: do you ever have like emotions linger after you detach?
0: Mm, not not immediately. I've had three ways and four ways with people before. Uh, a couple of those, I'm kind of like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah, it's wild to me though how black men do get sexualized.
0: I, again, I kind of I like it sometimes, but don't be saying like, give me that nigger dick. Like, don't be saying that shit.
1: <laughs> I would never.
0: Not you, but you know, like what's the with that? Yeah, you know, I've, I've encountered some white women who, and then sometimes i am like say you like that black dick, and like I like that black dick. I'm like, that's cool, but. You know, it's again, it's an ego stroke. We're we're very balanced people. You know, sometimes we're more of one thing than another, but we're we're different parts of things. So, being sexualized kind of cool. Sometimes I know, like I'm in the middle of fucking. Uh, I'm in Indiana right now, this little town.
1: Yeah, These old white women
0: love me. God, that's damn. what I was
1: just about to say. Like, my, I bet you get so much old. Yo, white we be. Pussy. We be
0: go- oh my gosh, yo, I don't get. First of all, <laughs> they wish. If anything, yo, you. <laughs> These bitches got money, but no. So like me and my girl will walk around, like we'll go to wine dinners. She's older than me, by the way. And, uh, you know, she's like plugged into the fucking you know social network out here in this tiny town. But we go to like the country club wine dinners and you know, all this private shit. And these white women are like, I'm the only black dude there, long hair, wearing Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking, I don't give a fuck. You know how I, I'm, I'm eclectic. I'm a, I, I should have been born in like the fucking fifties. So I could have been this in the seventies, but So they just attract to me. They talk to me. I flirt with them. You know what I'm saying? I like flirting, especially older women, because I'm like, you know what I'm saying?
1: We talked before about like how you feel like you might carry some sexual trauma, even though you don't have direct experience with like trauma or sexual abuse. Like sometimes I said that men carry sexual trauma in their body, even when they haven't been traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel
0: that at all or no? Which, which I, I do, because that, that's, again, the sexualization of black men. Like, my ancestors were probably fucking the slave master's daughters, and they were being fetishized. You see what I'm saying? Like, it starts, even in porn, like, I like porn, but even in porn, it's you kind of see that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's almost like, um, what is it called? Generational or, ex- I'm going to make up a word, experiential, experiential trauma. <laughs>
1: because yeah, you know ancestral.
0: I, ancestral, but like you know you actually see other people going through it if that made like you know your peers kind of and um for, for that i kind of i i feel the empathetic trauma on that on that on that yeah. line i understand that i am a black man my penis is not every by the way right not every black dude's penis is big uh mine is but um you know i understand that and i understand that that i could be looked at in a certain way before i even You know, it's like a prejudice on a sexual level. That's a type of trauma. So when I'm talking to like these white old white ladies, um, they see me as a long haired, Bob Marty looking Mandingo warrior. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like looking at Hadley, who is all that, but also, you know, he he loves anthropology. He does fucking music. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that prejudice is a trauma that all black people and actually all people except for white men, I'm going to be honest with you, have women have that. You know, dude already looks at you by the way you dress. Oh, this bitch is a slut. I can do whatever I want with her. You had no, no say in that. That's trauma you have to carry. So that's kind of a trauma I have to carry, kind of being judged on different levels that I can't even, you know, comprehend at the exact moment. But afterwards, I do. So that's the trauma I carry around, you know.
1: Yeah. How do you transmute that? How do you like?
0: Judo, my dear. Uh, no, is it judo. It's judo. I flip it I flip it um you know one of the one of the uh, survival mechanisms I have as a black man and I've had this talk with like my dad and my friends and younger black kids that I know it's it's about um applying and adapting and um learning how to do that on the fly so if I feel like I'm being sexualized or whatever I usually make a joke I usually make a joke that you know but first of all you have to be funny motherfuckers and you have to be insightful. So don't try this if you're dumb and not funny. But um, I, I like to just turn into a joke or turn into something about them. You know, put the spotlight on them. You feel me? So like, if I, like for example, this old white lady came up to me. She's like, oh, I, I love your hair, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, my mom was pissed off about it. She starts laughing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, yada, yada, yada. She's like, how long did it take to grow? I was like, well, you know, about 10 years. She goes, "Oh, well, my marriage is longer than that or shorter than that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, did he have hair like this? You know, kind of just flirting and deflecting back to them you know what i mean
1: god it sounds so fucking exhausting though
0: it's it's actually it's actually for me it's a form of like brain exercise it's it's like uh improv it's like riffing like i love flirting flirting is the shit flirting is like language (laughs) dancing and 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 you know if you're if, if you're a woman who knows how to flirt like i flirt with some women who know how to flirt like it's like a dance like damn bitch you know how to dance you know what i'm saying and even even men i talk to where i'm just like you know on some homies i'm like wow dude like yo you're engaging like we should talk more about you see what i'm saying so once you kind of have that 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 tool that that tool in your toolbox it's it's a lot easier to cope with it and i hate using the word cope cuz it's like i have to cope with all this shit but it's actually kind of fun to me i don't really notice it i when i when i do i make it you know i take yeah. control of it and that's something that black men we you have to take control of your life i don't care Republican, Democrat, I don't give a fuck. Like black people, women, people as a whole need to think for themselves and get right with themselves. So when they're in those situations, you're not as exhausted, you know, you make it a game.
1: Yeah. And it's such a power move. I say power move, but I've been like learning, learning more about power. And if you're in a situation or a conversation with someone and you feel like, you they're kind of siphoning your power or like you can't speak up i was reading about it and this book says to like shine the light on yep,
0: them see, exactly put the spotlight on them that's yeah that's the huge Ask- thing I always do because i hate talking about myself anyway it's like the longest i've talked about my shit but when other people like i want to talk about you like let's talk about you well you know i, I, I gotta go anyway but i'm gonna end I, we're gonna end this on this so i sampled you for um my uh my last uh beat tape which is on Spotify, everybody, Apple Music, Pornhub, blackmeat.com, Facebook. I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. And I sampled your voice. You sent me a voice message and I made a beat. I think it's called Humidity. I think that's the name of the song. And you're talking over it about how you're like, I don't know what to say.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) We've had our lines.
0: No, but that that was awesome because it, it caught that moment. And to full circle this whole thing is I've always felt an energy that was different than everybody else. Like I've literally the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of like not secluded or isolated per se, but I haven't, people have been trying to reach me and I haven't responded back. Cause I didn't want to talk to them. Like, I didn't feel like their energy would match mine. Like I've been sitting in my studio making music every day, all day. Uh, I got sober for a couple of weeks and started smoking again, but it, it, it's very, it's, it's very cathartic and very like nice to talk to you of all people to kind of break my, my conversation curse, I guess. Um,
1: so, I love you so much.
0: I appreciate that. I hey, love you too, girl. Hey,
1: I do. I love, hey.
0: You. Hey. I love you.
1: big, big, big amount. And maybe one day we'll have a threesome with a different mountain man.
0: Okay, listen, like If it's not that mountain man, I don't want to be a part of it. Okay, now listen. <laughs> but no, regardless, regardless. I mean, like, you'll listen. That's I, I, I love my friends, and you know, I, I don't use that term lightly. Um, so, you know, whatever happens in my friend's life, regardless if I know it right then, or if I know it months later or weeks later, just remember, like, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm pulling for you. Most people say they pray. I don't really pray, but I'm thinking of you and give you the energy. And every time we communicate, it's just a burst of more energy. So if this dude won't drink your squirt, there's plenty of men on the planet who will, including myself, but outside, (laughs) but outside, but outside of bottling your vaginal juices, um, (laughs) keep doing this medium, babe, keep, keep this up. I know I'm happy we got the microphone and the. And the audio stuff to work because the world needs you to do this. You need to make a document of you existing on this planet. You dig what I'm saying? Look I at the, love your, you. Your dad telling you, yo, you're not attractive. Well, hey, guess what, nigga? I, I'm the sexiest motherfucker on the planet. And I'm going to let people know when you're doing it right now by being empathetic, giving an ear to people, allowing people to express themselves because that's a very difficult thing and actually be heard out right now. Anybody can tweet and and do anything, but actually, you know, talking and being heard, you're doing it, babe. So. Thank you for having me on here. Shit's awesome. Yeah, and I started this by saying I sampled you, and the reason I said that is because my music is a testament to me existing. So when people hear that, they hear your voice. They may not know it's Lacy, even though I, I think I put your name on there. They may not know it's you, but you're you're a recorded part of my existence. So that's why I brought that music thing up. That's what I was saying.
1: Like. Part of like why I think we fuck with each other is because we don't let our creativity die. But more specifically, you don't let your creativity die. And that's what makes me love you so much is like you continue to be Hadley no matter what obstacles are thrown at you. you. I've seen you at your highest highs, your lowest lows. But the thread that like keeps you going is this like divine magical creativity and music oozes out of you. And I just love that no matter what anyone fucking says, no matter what life throws at you, you stay true to your art, which you is your what? soul.
0: That's it. That, that, thank you. <laughs> I was yeah. feeling that the other day. I was thinking about my shit, and I was like, "Damn, man! I've I've been through a lot of shit." And just reminisce with you, it's like that even put me back through some things. So the fact that like want somebody that I care about and and hold dear and dear to my heart, you saying that, that's one of the best compliments I can get, y'all. Other other <laughs> other than my mom calling me a doll face, you and my <laughs> my mom called me a doll face that tops. But you, yeah, you're definitely top top five again, darling.
1: Thank you for being an artist and a creator and. Thank you for your just amazing heart. Where can people find you?
0: Uh, they can find me on the planet Earth. Uh, no, nah, you can find me at, uh, I'm on everything, man. So if you just Google D-L-Z-M-K-S-B-T-S, Dills Makes Beats without all the vowels, uh, I'm on that. So, you know, I'm on Instagram, Dills Makes Beats, Facebook, uh, Christianmingle.com, Farmers Meet. I'm on all that stuff.
1: <laughs> okay, I love you. You can find me on Instagram at LaceyIsFreeFree. My other Instagram was hacked. My new one is at LaceyIsFreeFree. You can book a reading with me at lacyfree.com, or come hang out with us on Patreon. Patreon slash LaceyFree. Bye.